Clubhouse. Welcome to Decorating the Set from Hollywood to Your Home with your hosts, Beth Kushnick and Caroline Daly. Welcome to Decorating the Set from Hollywood to Your Home. I'm Caroline. Hey, Beth. Hey, how are you? I am so good. I'm so excited after our conversation with Gerald Palumbo. I'm so ready for spring. Are you so busting to like get outdoors? Busting to get outdoors and, <laughs> yes. and look at beautiful flowers like we talked about. This is our fourth of our four season episodes, but in many ways, I feel like it's the most important because we're like starting over and we need this rebirth, Beth. Come on. This is like the time we need a transition. We need to shed all that winter weight because I was just reading an article that Americans put on like 29 pounds during COVID on average. We all need to be like getting outside, getting our walk on, doing what we can do here. All you have to do is look outside wherever you are and there's little blooms happening even though the weather changes and has been so warm and things bust out and then it's been cold. <laughs> uh, it's really a time of starting over. And I think we have a whole extra layer hitting the one year anniversary of COVID. But looking on the bright side, it feels like we're finally starting to come out of it. I am so excited. Today, we're going to talk about some traditional spring cleaning tips that, Beth, I know you're going to be just like a treasure trove of tips for me because I know very little. I try to avoid the, the spring cleaning every year, so I can't wait for that. But then other ways we can also freshen up. Yeah, this is definitely a time of year to be able to start to think about repainting some areas of your home. You know, I've been looking at that crack above a door in my apartment and <laughs> there are some days that I try to make myself not look at it as I walk past it and then there are oh other gosh. days when I say okay I'm definitely going to get to that in this springtime thinking and cleaning so it's yes. it's time to start thinking about being outside again I've been seeing so many vendors now really adapting their inventory and their way of thinking and their way of presenting to who we are right now and who we've been through this year and a half situation with COVID. There's so many ways to start trying to redefine your space and think, well, you know, I was really stuck in this place last summer, but this summer and starting with the spring ordering, I'm not going to be the one who loses out on getting patio furniture <laughs> right? or, uh, you know, anything that you're thinking about doing, that you're thinking about having a contractor do. This is the time to get going. Get on those lists, right? Yeah. The home furnishings industry is is better prepared right now. Look to start ordering newer replacement patio furniture. I love that. Hey, Beth, what are some trends that are going on right now for must-haves for the summer? I know there's got to be some new colors or new styles. What should I be looking for? What I'm really surprised at is 
how forward thinking all these companies have been. I'm seeing a lot of outdoor furnishings that actually look like they would belong inside your home. Companies are featuring this trend because we're doing a lot of inside, outside, open up your doors and your windows. Even I'm seeing patio furniture that looks like it could be a chair at your dining table. So that's like sort of like indoor outdoor material stuff that we're seeing? Indoor outdoor material with an upscale twist. Oh, okay. May not feel heavy duty outdoor material, but it is. You know, innovations in uh, a rug that is designed really for an interior, but, you know, is very sturdy and capable of being outside. Same thing with the materials that are being used. They're hardy. You know, they're getting so much use that they're sturdier and yet they're even easy to move around. So everything's playing like a double, triple role (laughs) on set and in your home with these multiple use pieces. It helps me be less fussy with it, too. Like, I don't have to get after the kids or the pets or whatever, because I know that these these materials are going to hold up, you know, especially that indoor outdoor carpeting, putting that inside now. I feel like, okay, it's fine. Have a popsicle. Like, it's fine. I can just wipe it off. Yeah, they can have a popsicle and you can enjoy this investment made in something that is not only sturdy and able to handle that popsicle, but is really beautiful. I am seeing so many new patterns and this concept everywhere. Even if you go to an outdoor furniture company that you wouldn't necessarily ever think of as a piece for an interior, I'm seeing it. And I'm seeing it in pieces like rocking chairs, you know, Mm. or let's say an outdoor bench. But it can also work indoors. And some of these benches, you lift up the seat and there's storage there. For my own kitchen table, I <laughs> two chairs just died on me. I, I don't know what happened, but two of them just decided to give it up. And I replaced it with an outdoor bench. And I love it because it has that indoor-outdoor material on the cushion. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to get food on it because yep. it's easily wiped off, which is a big deal with kiddos and pets. Absolutely. I, I think now is the time. Time to open up the windows, breathe new life into your homes or your (laughs) apartments. These are the things that I've been thinking about and kind of isolating in my mind as what would be a new, both attainable and affordable, smallish purchase if you don't have the time or the money or the inclination to redo a whole room. Here's the gift of my list as the set decorator (laughs) by your side. I'm thinking rocking chairs. I think that we need additional soothing. People are coming back together, but they still need a place to relax and find relief. So, And we all have that like nervous energy, right? Yes. My son has taken um, his yoga ball and brought it down to the living room and he watches TV on it. Like he's just hopping, 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 hopping. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. But everyone just has this nervous energy that they need to expend. And a rocking chair is a very appropriate way to do that. Exactly. It's so good. I I wish I 
could fit one in my apartment. Um, <laughs> you know, me going back to lighting like I always do. There's a plethora of string lights available and more concepts for lighting your outdoor space, more concepts for turning off the overhead lighting in your apartment or in your living room and adding these extra little pops of light. As I said about rugs, there are some really new patterns and, you know, really great kind of whimsical rugs uh, available that tell a story. It's almost like a painting for your floor covering. Tell me more. I don't know about these whimsical painting rugs. Tell me. Well, to me, they just look like paintings. They are maybe more of uh, a story told in a rectangle, right? Or in a round rug versus just a pattern. So uh, you see almost more like wallpaper, you know, very filled with, could be animals, could be flora or fauna and colorways that are a little out of the box, you know, not just so neutral. So you're throwing down this rug, whether it's on your patio or in your living room. And, you know, it's really like looking at a painting. Beth, you're so refined because when you said (laughs) whimsical rugs, I was thinking I had just seen this one that has like a 1950s Barbie and she's like smoking. And that's like what the rug is. And I'm like, thinking when you say whimsical rugs, I'm like, that is whimsical, Caroline. I need that smoking Barbie rug. (laughs) You and I have two totally different versions of whimsical. And you're like... This one could have flora and fauna. And my face actually went like, what? (laughs) I love that. I love that so much. Beth, I know you always are bringing in nature in our homes in different ways, whether it's our whimsical rugs. But what are some other ways that we can do this? My next option is I'd like you to all think of maybe getting yourself a specific vase that you're loving to have or add as an addition to your home decor, because I think it will motivate you to have it filled. Again, we're always talking about bringing nature in. You know, last episode we did with Gerald Palumbo from Seasons Floral Design was all about being surrounded by flowers and nature. And there are a lot of vases now that have just a very small stem, you know, so it can be clear glass, colored glass, whatever they are, they just are appropriate for maybe just a single stem or a large leaf in a vase. Something that you don't have to change often, but it's still there for you to kind of sigh and feel, oh, I've got some nature in my house. The other things that you can do as quick fixes, and these are all things that you can do on your own, don't require anyone to help you really, is you can purchase some new door pull and drawer hardware. Maybe during COVID, you've switched some pieces around and found an old cabinet. And the thing to do now is modernize it. There's some incredibly beautiful decorative hardware that I'm seeing very accessible and available. Beth, I'm going to ask you because I've been in this situation. When you are like measuring for something like a drawer pull, I don't know when it says like two and a half or two and three quarters. Like, I don't know where they're measuring from. Measuring hole to hole. You do. It's just, you <laughs> I'm need, scared, Beth, help me. <laughs> you need your friendly tape measure with you as always. Okay. So take it off and then measure the holes on the thing or measure my piece of hardware? They should both be the same measurement. 
it's easier to actually use a smaller tape measure, not one of those, you know, big chunky things that hang on belts. <laughs> but if you have a more refined tape measure, really, it helps you in that situation of getting an accurate measurement. Beth, I hadn't even considered having a refined tape measure. <laughs> and now I know I need one. Oh, boy. Refined <laughs> is the uh, word of the day. It is. <laughs> I had no idea. Okay, so I need at least a little exact tape measure. Well, it just makes it easier. Okay. Yes, but the, the other thing that should give everyone a hope and remind <laughs> you is that these things are most always sold as typical measurements. So if you keep hitting two and a half and you see what's being sold is two and a half, there you have it. Like, you know, how when you buy curtains, they're typical measurements. And usually if you're out of those measurements, like 84 inches long or 96 inches long, you have to have things special made. It's the mm. same thing with hardware. And sometimes it helps to just look at the depth of the cabinet. How deep is the door? You want to make sure that when you're putting the, the nut to adhere the new hardware that you're buying, that the, the hardware can stick through and be as deep as the new hardware that you're replacing. Well, that makes sense. And something extra for me to look for when I'm standing there at the Home Depot, messing with my <laughs> with my, with my little drawer pulls. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, always in a situation like that, we bring the sample with us to the store. Smart. Okay. All right. So what are some other things I can do in a day? In a day, you could look at some new slip covers and you could also look to some new linens. But even if you like the pattern of your duvet cover, maybe after a whole year inside, this is the time to purchase and invest in a new duvet insert. You know, the things that are not necessarily out in front of everybody, but, you know, will bring freshness and new life to your space. It feels like blues and yellows feel like right this time of year. Absolutely. You know, I think even if you are a lake person versus a beach person, I think bringing that kind of coastal or beach style into your home in any way just lightens everything up and makes it feel like summer starting. You know, last time when we were talking about fall, Beth, you were talking to me about being in the city and how there's like a magical feeling about fall in the city. How would you compare spring? How does it affect how you dress a set when you're trying to convey spring? You know, in spring on set and on location, we do the same equivalent. Like in the winter, we were talking about making snow. In the fall, we were talking about leaves everywhere. Our spring sets and locations really do get a spring cleaning. You know, if you're in a location that still has leaves on the ground, that stuff goes. We use a lot of sod to give kind of a instant pick-me-up to areas exterior, like all the exteriors we had on Bridge and Tunnel. We do a lot of cleaning out. You know, we rake a homeowner's leaves. You'd all love to have my crew because they're all such good greensmen. And, uh, <laughs> you know, everything gets fresh wood chips and gets edged properly. And uh, a lot of ways to instantaneously convey spring on camera is, you know, either outside a window with a big, uh, beautiful branches of forsythia or cherry blossoms in big party scenes in the past, 
we've used those as the basis for floral arrangements to create height and kind of largeness in a room. You know, working with branches is something I do a lot. And it just is more vibrant, I think, than any other season. And we try to convey that on set and in our locations because it just says the, the time period. Of all the sets that you've done, I know you always are pulling nature in on the set. Do you have one that comes to mind that's maybe one of your, your favorite of how the florals came together and really made it look like spring? I think probably the one that has had the most and the most changes or the law office in, in The Good Wife. Not only did the seasons change there in many ways, but the characters changed their offices changed, uh, the palette changed. You know, as nature being one of my top layers of life, that I'd say changed the most often. And I kind of really loved the challenge of having to create that change so many times. So it gave me opportunities to really cover the gamut. So not only did we have a lot of spaces that really were kind of created for florals and plants, you know, the public spaces in any of the offices, but then each character's office. I just always wanted to try new things and see where we could take it. This feels like the season where we should be trying new things, right? I should buy that Barbie rug and just see if it works for me. <laughs> I, I think so. And then you can return it. <laughs> oh my God, right? I can put it in my front foyer and laugh and laugh and love it and oh. then see if it works. <laughs> yes. Listen, I think by now, our listeners have heard many, many times to try many things. But I also think our listeners are ready now. They know how to do this. We've uh, talked specifics and now things have kind of settled down. And, you know, if you've always wanted that deep teal, one of my favorite colors, powder room, now's the time. Really, now is the time to go for it. You know, to just infuse that kind of change and happiness for your own pleasure, you know, doesn't have to be that there's going to be a lot of people in your house, although we're getting towards that. Now is the time to just take a risk. You know, you've spent all year looking at things one way. And I do find really with my private clients and uh, what I'm seeing that everybody's willing to say, hey, time to bust out. <laughs> they're all they're all tired of it i saw that even the paint companies are trying to like tap into some more playful ways of looking at paint i've seen a couple different things like you know before it used to be like oh here's like a practical paint where you can wipe off your kids like fingerprints and now yeah. it's like this paint matches your zodiac sign and i'm like that is so much more fun to choose it like that it is and i know some people that would be just completely appealing to open your mind again i think that's because the trend is to personalize things and to you know do more tending to people and companies are realizing that that we're we don't want this mass marketing and everyone's home doesn't have to look the same and it's time to mix it up 
I am going to check out what my paint color is for my sign of Capricorn. And I love it. Definitely check it out. It's worth it. And then I've also seen where different paint companies now are encouraging you not just to do like what we all like standard would do, like get out your paint roller and start rolling. But I, I was I was sending you little clips about like people painting like designs, like wallpaper type designs, just freehand on their walls. Mm-hmm. I am like, what? <laughs> this is like a whole new level of like, the world is your canvas, Beth. Like, just go for it. Well, yeah, it's it's everybody wanting to be creative and having these opportunities. I saw a story yesterday about a lot of people volunteering in New York to just paint out buildings that have been filled with graffiti, just, you know, spring clean their neighborhood, even if it's something that they can't do in their own home. But there's something extremely cathartic about a fresh start, about personalizing things, about taking your history and, you know, infusing your space with it. I think everyone's concerns about COVID and coming out of COVID really require some downtime that's spent in a in a kind of new way with a with a new vision. Beth, I love that you're talking cleaning up and making things look spruced because I feel like it's time to get into that area that I am no good at and I need your help. So okay. talk to me about spring cleaning. What do I need to do to do a good job this year? The thing is that we spend so much time at home. It's really a great feeling to tend to something that you've been lax with. Dig out your rubber gloves and get your materials, get your cleaning supplies together. Get some baking soda. Get, you know, a, a great upholstery cleaner. Get things that will help you do the job. There are some some specific products out there that will do the job. We don't have to work so hard. Oh, there are so many products available right now. There are standard things like old toothbrushes for grout. There are uh, ideas and tools that you can use in your shower, on the glass. Products that are made for single uses. You know, something that just cleans the top of a glass stove and there's also sprays that you can do to freshen up your pillows and and your throws and everything that you've been lying all over all year there's deep cleaning machines that you can rent from the supermarket that you could easily lighten up your rugs and your carpets there are just the old standards like baking soda and What I'm encouraging everyone to do is just think about the areas that maybe always get left untouched. Windowsills, under a certain area that you haven't even moved anything from for a year. Maybe you have to pack up your bulk of your living room so the kids could have school. You know, just a way to get ready to change things up for the summer and to have everything feel fresh. Another thing that reminds me of TV and movies uh, that we've been using, even on Bridge and Tunnel, we kind of used it as a as a trick, visual trick, is uh, drying things in the sun. If you have an opportunity to lay things out on a back table or if you actually have uh, some kind of drying rack or something that you can use, drying things in the sun is is a classic. 
you know, a classic way to feel springy and fresh. Why does it work, Beth? What is the, what's the, what's the science of that? Just like you need for yourself this good old vitamin D. It's just a, <laughs> a, a, a fresh, I don't know, maybe it's even just a visual. Some UV action, I, I'd imagine. Yeah. But, you know, the visual that you see that pretty pillowcase out there, you know, I think it just makes you feel good. Right. It airs it out. I love that. I think that's a great idea. My mom was a big proponent for um, the uh, baseboards. Like the entire house would be a mess and she'd be like, first things first, we got to clean the baseboards. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which would kind of make me crazy, Beth, because the whole house is a mess. But the baseboards. Well, you know something, if you, I, I bet I could think of a dozen areas where you don't think of going right okay go you hit me with one go on hit me with one the tops of all of your artwork whoa how about the top of your fridge oh big big time big time top (laughs) of your fridge are you kidding in a new york apartment no are you (laughs) oh (laughs) oh my gosh hit me with another one what's a spot people commonly forget Oh, a bookshelf that you really like the way you have it styled so you don't want to move Uh, anything. Yes. (laughs) That's a good one. That's excellent. I'm going to go with this. I have built-in hampers. They're like wooden built-in hampers Mm -hmm. and uh, they're just built into my like linen closet. And um, that's an area that could use some bleach probably (laughs) because there are some body smells in there that ain't good. Mm -hmm. So that's that's an overlooked area. All your air conditioning units your heater units even just the controls you know all the dust that gathers another place is your hinges on your doors the more action the hinges get you see sometimes that they turn black you know they collect schmutz for lack of a better (laughs) word they collect schmutz from their movement I had never considered to clean my door hinges. This seems very important now. Well, because you'll see that sometimes it kind of bleeds onto your paint and the wall Mm. where they open and close. You'd be surprised at how dusty light bulbs are. You know, the heat kind of attracts the dust. There's lots of dust sitting on lots of light bulbs. Hey, hot tip. Don't spray like (laughs) liquid on them when they are actually hot. I did that in college. I sprayed. This is my thought process. If you heat up air freshener, it would smell up the room faster. So I like sprayed like while the light was on and hot, I sprayed like like some sort of like, yeah, like air freshener. And you know what happens next? The light bulb explodes. It's a bad Mm -hmm. idea, guys. Mm hmm. The other thing is, you know, get yourself a can of air, spray air, and go over your printer, your computer, your shredder, all these office equipment pieces that you've been overusing all year long. They need a, a little clean. That is a very good idea. Check out the back of your CPU. It is going to be a scene, people. You're going to be very upset with the amount of dust that's hanging out back there. Those are some of the things that tend to get overlooked. Of course, if you have to step on a step stool to reach something, that thing probably hasn't been cleaned this year. (laughs) Good call. Good call. Get up two steps and you'll find a whole wonderland (laughs) of area that needs to be cleaned. I could definitely see that. Well, and the other thing is it's time to start decluttering, right? This is the time of year when we need to let some things go. Well, now that we, you know, have lived this life and we see 
what our spaces are and, you know, how we're existing in them. It would be nice. Maybe it just wasn't appropriate last year, but it would be nice to finally realize what you might want to let go and get rid of it or revamp your storage ideas and just do, you know, what they actually say for spring cleaning, right? To just simplify things, give yourself some breathing room. I love that. Put away some of the throw pillows. Oh, Beth, I meant to tell you this. I read this little thing that throw pillows are really just stuffed animals for grown-ups. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It kind of shook me, Beth, where I was thinking wow. about, like, why do why do different people put a ton on their bed? And I think oh, it's because they're the same people who had 37 stuffed animals on their bed, isn't it? It I is. So. I'm, I'm, I'm having visions of... <laughs> I'm having visions of E.T. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The closet. (laughs) Yes. And you know that they grew up to put the same amount of throw pillows on their bed. So it's time to push some of those off, guys. Just make it a little bit more simple. Why? Because we don't want the fuss and mess to have to clean it up in the morning. We want to be able to get up, make our bed real quick and easy and go on to have fun. Right? Yeah. We don't want all this extra stuff to deal with. It's very liberating. I can attest to it myself. The more stuff that goes, you realize, well, I didn't really go to that item or think about it in all these years. And now I don't have to anymore. This is definitely the year to also do the thing where you like put your hangers in one direction, like you turn them backwards. And after Mm -hmm. you wear something, you turn it the other way. And then after a while, you look and see like which are the things you actually wear. This feels like that same type of year. Like you're going to find, well, first of all, I was laughing because came Easter time. And let me just tell you, nobody had anything to wear. Everybody was too fat for the clothes they had and or (laughs) all they knew how to wear was leggings and t-shirts. And it was like, that doesn't seem right for Easter, but this is all we have. It's like this oversized sports t-shirt I've been wearing. It's It's been interesting. And also trying to figure out my storage because like some of these things I do want to keep, but I don't need to look at them all the time. It's true. I will admit to you all that I was looking for my paint swatch books to take to a client and I looked everywhere. I thought, wow, did we have to get out of our office so quickly that maybe that went to storage, to my office storage space. I was so upset and like at a loss. I mean, obviously I needed them, but I just replaced them. You know, I just went to the local paint store and, you know, half an hour later I had them. And then I thought, wow, I feel so good. I have some nice new paint swatch books. So there are things that maybe you mistakenly think you have to, have to, have to have, you have to hold on to. But once you're free of them, it really lightens your load. And it's a lot less to clean for that spring cleaning. So maybe yeah. you want to declutter first, clean second, and you might and find then, like, you know what? Then this replace if you want to. Yeah, then replace when you're done with that. When you realize you just don't have enough elbow grease to get that clean again, just start new. It's okay. It's all right. We won't tell. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, Beth, so we have a question from Jack in Atlanta. This is a little bit of a different one for us because he is asking about some film industry work here, and I am so curious what you're going to say. So he says, hi, Beth. I, too, work in the film industry in Atlanta. I have had the leanest year of my 10-year career. I am wondering, what have you done to compensate as COVID has shut our industry down for so long? Wow, Jack. I wish I had the answer to this dilemma because I, too, am in the same boat. But, you know, just like many industries 
have been suffering. The film industry, film and TV industry has had to adjust. The most interesting thing I think has been how the film business has changed on every level. We've had to completely and constantly reevaluate how we work. Everything that we are responsible for is more considered and organized and every studio and network is trying to be safer than ever. We're pandemic problem solvers now. We just have to deal with it. Uh, I think it can be hard to have always done it one way. You know, us film is workers. It's like, it's in our DNA. We know how to do this. We've always done it. We've got our, our tools, how our departments work, how they engage, how they don't engage, you know, how everyone comes with their specific, and it's such a specific job for everybody, you know, grip, electric, sound, set decorator, AD. Everybody falls into such a niche that goes with their job. But now we're coming up in the industry with a new set of rules. And for some people, it's it's too difficult, you know? I've seen a lot of people decide that, it's time for them to retire. And then I've seen a lot of people really enthused and happy with this new way that we have to do a protocol. And everybody's been very successful when they're, again, open-minded and when they follow the new set of rules, which are going to slowly become the new norm. We're a hearty bunch. And I think as more people get vaccinated and as the spring comes, I think we're going to be in a better situation. We have to feel positive that we've taken the nation on a trip of binge watching and uh, learning about our industry. And there's so many things to, there's so much content that's been created both before COVID and during that I think it's a great way just like what we're doing on this podcast of letting people know how we work and what we do for a living. And you just got to keep plugging away at it. I think there were a lot of people who took for granted new TV shows and new movies coming out as our movie theaters are opening. And there's very few options. I think it's hitting people more and more of how much work had to stop and how this really did come to a, a quick and fast halt. Yeah, that was the shock of it. And I think getting back as soon as we did, you know, was very impressive. Um, it was all uncharted territory. But, you know, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. The production hubs are gearing up. There are places where the tax credits are continuing, which is a very important thing to all of us. It's how companies choose to bring their shows to whatever state has tax credits. Everyone is maybe not doing things at the same level that we've always done, but a little bit of work is better than no work. So we're getting it done and hopefully keeping everybody safe. Absolutely. Stay safe and, and keeping all of us sane, I think, out here with the entertainment that's coming out. I think it's the thing that's kept most of us keeping it a little bit together is having some things to look forward to and, and get to go and actually see these back in the theater again. It's very exciting. We're all looking forward to you guys coming back. My podcast has been keeping me sane, Caroline. Right. Getting to visit with us. That's always exciting. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And I love it. I've been thinking a lot just about this year and 
how much things have changed and been affected. Everyone who's been stuck at home, I see a big shift in my work with private clients and in my interaction with fans. You know, everyone is taking more risks. They're focusing more on what they want, how they want to live uh, in their homes, you know, how they want to decorate. And I think everybody's willing to take that step outside the box. And you're all becoming really good set decorators. <laughs> they are. I'm so excited for everyone that's been listening to Decorating the Set. And all of you guys listening knows that we've been very focused on helping everyone adjust to life in COVID times during work, for school, trying to do things that just work out for everyone to feel comfortable and happy and safe. Stay tuned because we have an exciting contest coming specifically tailored to our listeners that are frontline workers. And we're really super excited about this path, right? I know we are. Absolutely. All the details will be announced in the coming weeks, but we're really excited to give back for all of you guys who have been listening and you need a little bit of, a, of an extra nudge, a little bit of support and encouragement. We're going to try to help you out to get some new things going on here in your own world. Beth, this has been a fantastic episode. I know I'm getting out my rubber gloves. I'm going to get down there. I'm going to work on those hinges because it seems like it's time. So thank you so much for all of your tips and tricks. You're so welcome. I am doing exactly the same and continue to send your questions to at Beth Kushnick on Instagram and we'll be here to help you get through spring cleaning. Absolutely. I cannot wait to learn more. Thank you guys so much for listening and don't forget to please rate, review and subscribe to Decorating the Set on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Five stars, people. It helps others find our podcast. Thank you. Decorating the set from Hollywood to your home is an original Pod Clubhouse production. Recorded, edited, and produced at Pod Clubhouse Studios. For more information, please visit us online at podclubhouse.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Decorating the Set at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.